News Network. A liberal school board is voted out. Conservatives are voted in. The State Department of Education doesn't like it and disbands the school board and puts the old agenda back into place. And where is this happening? Cuba, Russia, China, North Korea? No, New Mexico. Have you heard the story yet? Because the press is oddly silent. But we're not. We're TNN, the Truth News Network, and the speaker of this house is Dan Newman. Hello there, and welcome to Friday. Welcome to Friday at TNN Live. I hope your week has been a good one, and I hope your weekend's going to be even better. I'm sure you've got big plans. You know, college football, regular season is almost over. High school, with the exception of playoffs. Also, it looks like it's over. So, what does that mean? That means we're headed into the fall season which brings us to Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then New Year's. Can you believe this year has flown by so quickly? But you know what? Life goes on. We still have to make it from day to day. And we're excited to have a special guest with us this morning. I want to introduce you to this guy. His name is Christopher Key. Now, I'm going to turn it over to Chris in just a couple of minutes, but let me give you a little tidbit about what he has been through kind of hitting the highlights, and he's going to get down in the nitty-gritty, folks. This guy has been through it. He owned a health club called Steel City Fitness, which specialized in health and wellness and co-owned SWATS, a company with its own controversy. He'll tell us a little bit about that. He started a company called Health Management Systems that utilized a device that measures body fat. Folks, he's been everywhere. He's been on the cover of Sports Illustrated, on multiple television shows, national shows. He helped a bunch of professional athletes and the public without using any drugs, chemicals, or surgery until, here we go, government came, seized everything he owned, and shut him down seven years ago. And I'll just tell you this, I know factually, he has lived through seven years of hell. He was recently fired from a job of six years for being a patriot and standing up against a tyrannical school board in Alabama where he lives. Because of all of this, the mask mandate was lifted. Kids will not have to provide proof of inoculation to return to in-person learning. Right now, they're not having to do that. Where? In Alabama where Chris lives. Since publicly announcing that victory and encouraging all of us to fight against the unconstitutional vaccine mandates and mask mandates, he was fired from his job. So he has now responded. He's going to tell you exactly what led up to him getting back in the fray, and he is in the middle of it. Chris, Christopher Key, welcome to TNN Live, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you so very much. Thank you so very much for having me here on the show. I want everybody to know that my name is Chris. Never forget it. Christ is in me and in my name. Do we have an echo? Are you okay? I'm hearing an echo coming from your end. I, I, you must be hearing the same thing. It must be the line that we have. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. Okay. I, well, my, my name is Christopher. Christ is in me is in my name. My last name is Key. Never forget it. God's given us the keys to unlock the doors that Satan never wanted open. And we do this for God's children. 
Is that echo too bad? Can you? No, it, it's you, okay. it's okay on this end. It's faint. If you can make it through it, we're okay. Yeah. I'm, okay. Well, I'll make it through it. Um, but, but basically, we've been banned by the NFL, the PGA, Major League Baseball. Oh my goodness, that is uh, the echo is very bad. Oh gosh. Um, I'm hearing myself say everything twice. Man, I am so sorry. Um, let, 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 let me let me see if I can work on it. Come up with something. Did that help any at all? I just did some adjusting. Okay, it's a little better. So, um, gosh, it's, no, it's, it's, I'm hearing everything twice. I'm so bright. Are, you, are you are you on a regular phone, cell phone, or what? Are you, what What are you? On? Yeah, I'm on a regular cell phone. Huh. A regular cell phone. And I got terrible echo. Let's go in. I'm trying to get another phone. I'm so sorry, brother. Man, I am too. I'm sorry you're having to deal with this. I mean, I'm just hearing myself talk as I'm talking to you. And it, and it's completely, I'm, I'm hearing a second person, which is myself. Okay, so um, can you keep talking for a second? Cause I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah. He is... Um, He's trying to get a phone. Christopher is in a bunch of healthcare things, natural kind of things, and um, it's not being well received by the establishment, public education, uh, the NFL. He'll tell you a little bit about that when we get this sound worked out. Um, but he is standing strong, standing in the fray. He's put himself publicly right in the middle between the government. And all of those in, um, I guess, political and educational uh, leadership across the nation that have been attacking all Americans, healthcare as well, and he is in healthcare. He has been in healthcare for years, and uh, he's done a lot of really good things that have helped a whole lot of people. But yet he has to fight a war almost every day just to be able to exercise free speech and give people ideas and concepts to give them opportunities to make decisions for themselves we're seeing a lot of this it's it's ramping up everybody is going through this it's it's gotten so bad that really good people are really struggling and many are just not speaking out anymore christopher's not one of those he has accepted the challenge um he's been on a bunch of shows i i think one that is very popular now that more and more people are listening to and watching is the chris peters show and um, Christopher's been there. He's not scared of the truth. He's not. In fact, he is a purveyor of the truth. And um, he's out there speaking it every day. Are okay, we, hold on. I'm, are I we almost in? got a phone. Almost, almost, almost. <laughs> I'm so sorry about this. Uh, I'm going to call you on another line. Okay. Let me see. Hey, give me a phone. I got a bad echo on this one. I know. <laughs> this has never happened. I apologize for this. I, I've got to take your phone and give you my phone. Hold on. Trading out phones in Birmingham. He's down his number phone. There's an echo on this phone. On 318. 470-2879. I'm going to hang up on this line. You got to dial right back. 
Okay, I'm calling you another line. You got that coming in? Okay, buddy. Talk to you in a moment. Okay. So we're hanging up here. We're going to wait for him to call us back on another line and see if we can get a clearer signal. Uh, what we're dealing with, folks, in broadcast, uh, if, if you're not familiar with it, it's called latency. Latency is the lag time that happens. Hello there. Hello. Hello. Okay, can you hear me? I hear you fine. I don't hear the echo either. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, it is still it is still echoing. It's, it's another phone. Um, buddy, I don't I don't know what to tell you. If if we can't okay. if we can't make this work, we'll have to do it another time. I apologize. I was just explaining to the audience. It's called latency, and a lot of times in electronics and communication. Uh, depending on phone lines, on, that, you know, um, that it's it's not. I've really, never had this. I haven't either. I've never had it happen before, but I'm hearing myself talk twice. Uh, let me let, let me call you back on my line. Okay. All right. <laughs> wow. Somebody doesn't want this conversation to happen on the show today. Um, let's try this Hallelujah. again. We'll try it again, Christopher. Is this any better? Okay. Are you there? I'm here. Can you make this work or not? I'll try to. Just I'm hearing every, everything I say. It's it's talking back to me. Oh my goodness! I cannot believe this. I've never had this happen, brother. I have never e- had. I haven't either. I've, and and I've just changed to another phone, and the same things happen. Uh. It's got to be in the, the, do you have a, uh, do you have a landline? A landline. Okay. Let me see if I got a landline. If you've got a regular, just a regular telephone, not a cell phone, but it may be a telephone. It would work. You have a landline here. You need to uh, ask the girl. Blue jacket. Ma'am, do you have a landline here? A landline? Yeah. Um, yeah. Right there. Okay. Okay, then we'll try to see if it's work. I'm at the truth about cancer, so. That's another thing Chris wants, will be if we get him uh, if we get him online here. He'll be telling about all of the things that he's involved in. It's pretty impressive. Um, a guy that's been beaten up and kicked down, knocked to his knees again and again, still keeps getting up and fighting for what he knows is right. And for the rest of us, that's a huge deal to have people out there on the front lines that are fighting for us uh, against insurmountable odds. You go against the government, folks, um, it, it, their resources are endless. I'm talking about state, local, state, and federal. They've got deep pockets. And uh, when big government gets in a situation against the American people or any individuals in the public, it, it's really tough to push back. And guys like Christopher Steele um, or Christopher Key are, are doing just that. Okay, brother, I'm going to try to go in and just, I'm still hearing it, the, the landline we can't, we can't get away from. But um, you're not hearing anything on, my, on your end, correct? No, we're fine. I don't, I okay, don't understand me, it. So let's push forward. If it gets unbearable, we'll... Uh, I'll, I'll we'll, deal with it. I, I can deal with it. No problem. Let's go. Take us back to the beginning when uh, you were really rolling, 
seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, doing a lot of good for a lot of people, and uh, you were in the public eye, getting watched closely, and you got involved with the NFL and I th- and Major League Baseball, of course, and I think that's where the trouble really began. Tell us what you were doing and what started this fight that you've been in. Well, brother, we realized that that these ball players were basically everybody's demigods, and they everybody worshipped them. And if we could show them how they could heal their bodies completely, totally natural, without drugs, chemicals, and surgery, they would tell the world, and they did. And it worked so well that um, uh, uh, Mr. Goodell, Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, told every one of our athletes they had a cease and desist or they would be suspended from the league. Then it went to the PGA. Then it went to Major League Baseball. What we were doing was helping them with simple things that will heal the body. And they did not want you guys to know this because the body is very simple. There is no disease. All there is is lack of cell-to-cell communication. And that causes inflammation. And if you give the body what God intended it to have, like real water, real supplements and herbs, real foods, and real frequencies, it can heal itself from anything. And this worked very, very well. So well that the government came in seized everything we own, find us hundreds of millions of dollars. And if we agreed to play ball and they, they, they reduced the fine from hundreds of millions of dollars to 52,000, but um, they had to keep $250,000 in our checking account, all our um, lab equipment, all our gym equipment, um, our Winnebago, everything we own, and we had to agree not to practice for 10 years. And that was seven years ago. And for the last six years, I've really dove in to the human anatomy as far as the microbiome. And for years and years, everybody said we were crazy when we told everybody that the, there was a second brain. But, but now medical science has proven that there is a second brain. and that second brain is the gut. But what I've learned in the last two, uh, seven years is not the second brain, it's actually the brain. And without this brain, gut brain, the brain on the head is completely, totally worthless. And, and that's why we're doing everything we can right now to repair the gut, okay? People don't realize that glyphosate, the active ingredients in Roundup, was never patented as a weed killer. Its actual patent was an antibiotic. And this antibiotic now is in 70% of our rainfall. And, and this antibiotic kills all the good microbiome. And, and, and that's why people need to do everything they can to repair the microbiome. Okay, I'm trying to get through this, brother. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying a, to wait for myself. Buddy, you're doing a great job. I'm waiting for myself to finish talking <laughs> and I'm, I'm hearing this conversation twice. And so guys, listeners, please forgive me guys. The biggest thing we're needing right now is we're needing godly men and godly women that will stand up to this tyrannical government. And that's what the vaccine police is all about is holding these people accountable, holding their feet to the fire. 
and we have solutions and these solutions work well we have simple solutions where you can make phone calls send an email serve these guys paperwork that will make them stand down we have affidavits and these officials are now beginning to fear us and that's what we have to have the government should fear the people not because we're violent but because we know our constitutional rights we know our first amendments and we will not let them be stepped on any longer that's why just two weeks ago the attorney general is now requiring the fbi to investigate people like myself and you that are calling the superintendents sending them emails and telling them what they're doing is fraudulent you know we will not stand down your people need not to fear these government officials because we are not domestic terrorists even though they're labeling us as domestic terrorists that is not the truth christopher Christopher, tell us tell our people how they can get involved in this how do they do it go to your website and what are they looking for when they get to vaccinepolice.com vaccine-police.com is the website to go to and you can go into the letters Okay, letters and the affidavits where we, we put these guys on notice to let them know what they're doing is committing fraud. What they're doing now is open themselves up to a civil lawsuit where their home, their retirement, their pension, all those things can be taken away from. Because once you put these officials on notice from that day forward, if they don't honor your medical religious exemptions, that is fraud. And more importantly, they personally and individually will will be held civilly liable. Not to mention, these guys are not medical doctors, and me more than anybody know that you're practicing medicine without a license when you tell somebody to take a PCR test, to take a mask, or take a vaccine, and put a, put a mask on. That is illegal, it's unlawful, and we the people have to stand up and tell them to stand down. And it's very simple to be done with phone calls, emails, and with simple paperwork that you serve certified and registered so that they've been now put on notice. What do you see coming down the pike if people don't all get in it and engage and get going on? What is the end game that uh, the despots in government are trying to put us into? Your listeners need to know that just three days ago, um, Farrah Fauci and all his minions um, went on national air and told basically the people that they are going to start vaccinating our children five to 11 years of age, okay? I've studied vaccines for 23 years. The last thing you ever, ever wanna do is give this vaccine to your child. If you guys wanna take it, go ahead. Um, you guys are grown adults, but your children, you have to take care of their temple. And there is no research whatsoever to show that this vaccine is safe and effective for children. And guys, please don't believe what I tell you, but do what the God, Lord commands you to do, and that is test and prove all things. Not some things, but all things. And if you do this, you'll find the truth and the truth will make you free. The reason why I know what I know, guys, 
is I've been very successful, but nothing compares to the day I became a father. And that's when the Lord changed everything for me. I have twins that have a rare disease called phenylketonuria. Well, they'll never eat protein the rest of their life. No milk, no chicken, no cheese, no fish, no birthday cake, no ice cream. Nothing that has protein will they ever eat. And because of this rare disease, I was forced to look into anything and everything that went to their body. And the first thing they want to do to our children is what? They want to vaccinate. So I went in for my children's pediatrician appointment and the doctor said, wow, I've never seen or had a PKU patient, not to mention two. The first thing we're going to have to do to your children is vaccinate them. And your children are on the new schedule where they're going to get 72 vaccines before they're 18 years of age. And I said, Doc, can you show me a study that this new schedule is safe? And he said, there are none. And little did I know that not only are there no studies, that in 1986, Ronald Reagan passed the Vaccine Injury Act that exempt all vaccine companies of any and all liability. All liability. Ronald Reagan said in 1986, since we're exempt of all liability, we at least got to hold them accountable by making them do safety studies every other year. But in 2018, Robert Kennedy Jr. sued HHS to release the safety studies that were done every other year. Not every year, but every other year. Come to find out, they've not done one single safety study. Not only have they not done one single safety study, in 2010, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that all vaccines are unavoidably unsafe. Unavoidably unsafe, guys. This is something your people need to know because they say vaccines are safe and effective. I can promise you they're not safe and effective. The evidence alone is from VAERS. The vaccine injury report, that the most you can do when you sue and go to court in the vaccine injury court, and if you win, the most you can get is $250,000 if your child dies. As of today, $4.3 billion has been paid out to those who have been injured. But yet they tell us these vaccines are safe and effective. And they're, yet they're telling us they're going to start vaccinating our children that are 5 and 11 years of age. Okay, guys, understand and hear this. In my great state of Alabama, there was an affidavit that was signed six months ago that said over 45,000 people, after three days of taking the vaccine, dropped dead. Dropped dead. Because of this, there's an injunction in my great state of Alabama to stop all the COVID vaccines. More importantly, right now on the CDC's website and the VAERS website, you can see that they're reporting that 16,000 people after taking the vaccine dropped dead. Vaccines kill, guys. The evidence is right there. And the crazy thing is HHS hired Harvard to do a study to see how accurate the VAERS reporting system was. 
Come to find out, less than 1% of those damaged or die actually, actually report. So right now they're reporting that 16,000 people have died after taking the vaccine. If you do the multiplication, it's mind-blowing. And the crazy thing is, guys, there are simple solutions that are on the market that work very well. Tell, One us, of which, tell, tell us exactly what um, treatments on the marketplace there are that our people can reach out and get involved with. The, the, the best one that nobody's talking about, everybody's talking about hydrochloroquine and ivermectin. The, the, those products work, I believe, very, very well. Okay, but what nobody's talking about, or very few, is a substance called chlorine dioxide. Okay, we have access to over seven tons of it. Okay, Manuel Aparicio, Dr. Manuel Aparicio, went on the Stu Peter show six months ago where he only had 5,000 medical doctors. He now has 7,500 medical doctors, and they are treating people in Mexico that have COVID with chlorine dioxide. And on the Stu Peter show, he said him and his colleagues have cured over half a million people that had COVID with a simple solution called chlorine dioxide. Remember when President Trump was telling people to drink bleach? Yes. I do it every day. Every single day do I do it. And this is an amazing product that I take every single day. And more importantly, you guys need to understand that Mark Grennan, if you don't know who he is, look him up. Mark Grennan had a church or has a church in Miami, Florida, and he is in prison right now, and so are his three sons for giving this substance away as a sacrament. That's how well this product works, guys. They do not want you to know the simple solutions that can cure any and all disease, like chlorine dioxide, you know, the products I had, they went off that they took off the market. They don't want you to have access to this because the only thing they want to treat prevent or cure any disease is a petroleum-based pharmaceutical drug. And I tell people, you don't have a headache because you have lack of aspirin. You don't have cancer because you have lack of chemotherapy. And you sure as heck don't have COVID because you have lack of vaccine. You got to get to the solution. And the solutions are very simple. You give the God's temple what it intended to have, which is real water, real food, real supplements and herbs, and real frequencies, and it can heal itself from anything and everything. And we've been doing that now for 23 years, and the government's done everything they can to shut me up and shut me down, and I will not go away, because I know what God's calling is for me, and I'm trying to help God's people and God's children, and we're doing it very well, but I need help. I can't do this by myself. So I need a few good men and women that will stand up to this tyranny with me and, 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 and be able to make these phone calls, to, to send these emails, to, to write these affidavits, to serve this paperwork, because we will win in the end. And they are scared to death because so many of us now are beginning to stand up and speak up. Guys, you can't live in fear. They're using fear and intimidation to motivate us. We can turn it back on them and use fear and motivation to motivate them. Christopher. And you do. Christopher. Yes, sir. 
take take a breath. Take take a breath for a second. I'm going to tell the people from your website what they can find that can do this, that can help you and help us all to stop this stuff. If you click on it's vaccine-police.com and up at the top you click on the section that says important letters. Yes. The, you get a drop down and there's a letter for you to send to a school board superintendent, a letter if your boss threatens you with firing if you're not vaccinated, show a document. Um, there's information about Texas billboards that are up that say vaccines kill. Uh, about a doctor, you just mentioned him, that has cured thousands. The VAERS COVID vaccine adverse event reports that we pass along to all of our listeners every week when it's published. Don't be afraid of the truth. A federal lawsuit seeks immediate halt of COVID vaccines. All this is information that you can find at Vaccine Police, and you can use it. You can use it yourself. He gladly posts those in .pdf format. There's actually a letter that you can send to a doctor that says it starts this way. I'm writing to implore you as a medical doctor based on the oath you took to do no harm to be as faithful in making your patients aware of the dangers of vaccines as much as you promote their safety. Based upon your integrity as a doctor and because every child is made in the image of God, I would like for you to do the right thing in regards to a letter written in 2013 by the American Academy of Pediatrics. This letter stated, and it goes on and gives that information. Folks, facts matter. And when you can put your hands easily on information and sample letters just like this by clicking on vaccine-police.com, you can start something. And this is not a solo flight. We're all in this together. It's not just Christopher Key in Alabama. Um, It's not just the other people that you've heard on this show. Great doctors, one of the greatest cardiologists on the planet, head of Baylor Medicine, got kicked out of his job because he was talking about the non-traditional COVID treatments and the ones he were talking about, you've heard him here, Dr. McCullough. They worked, and he got fired, and they pulled all of his writings, his letters. He's one of the most published doctors in American history. They pulled them down, threatened him, tried to shut him up, just like they're doing with Christopher. And so engage, folks. If we don't have more Americans that get in the fight and begin to speak up, speak their minds, and speak up using facts like you can find at vaccine-police.com. Did you catch your breath yet? Catch my breath, brother. <laughs> uh, I can... t- tell us what happened, what what really happened, the, the, the gritty details with your war with Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, and what it did to you and how quickly it happened. Well, what they did was ban us by the NFL, which then banned us by Major League Baseball and then the PGA. Um, because again, our products work. One of the best products we have is called Deer Antler Velvet. A lot of people may not know about Deer Antler Velvet, uh, but if anybody knows about HGH, HGH, any anti-aging doctor in the country will tell you it's the fountain of youth. It's what you want to take to build up your immune system. But what they won't tell you, it costs four grand, and when you inject it into your subcutaneous fat in your stomach, 
it's converted to IGF-1. IGF-1 is what actually does everything to allow the body to rebuild, regrow, and rejuvenate. We have deer that we harvest out of New Zealand. Their antlers are the fastest growing substance on planet Earth. They grow almost an inch a day. And the reason why they grow so fast is because the high concentration of IGF-1 that's on the tip of the antlers. We've been able to freeze dry, put into a sublingual spray that you spray under your tongue, and it gives your body all the nutrients it needs to rebuild, regrow, rejuvenate. And it's completely, totally legal. But the medical teams in the NFL and PGA Major League Baseball doesn't want you guys to know about this. Ray, Ray Lewis had torn his bicep tendon, and within four weeks after surgery, it was 100% healed. That's unheard of. You can't do this with medical science. But we're not using medical science. We're using what God has given us and the nutrients that God has given us, the energy and frequencies that God's given us to heal God's temple. And they don't want you guys to know about this. And that's why they came in and seized everything we own. And I've got a court order where I can't practice in my field for 10 years. It's been seven. And now what I'm doing, brother, is I'm exercising my First Amendment right of free speech. I don't sell anything anymore. I give it all away. Like right now, I'm at the Truth About Cancer in Nashville, Tennessee. And anybody that wants chlorine dioxide, my paint chips, my antler velvet, I give it to them. Because I'm not a snake oil salesman. I'm not a con man. My products work. And my temple is living proof of that. And they can't stand it because I don't take any pharmaceutical drugs. And never will I. Because I know how to heal God's temple completely, totally natural. And that's what we're trying to do is share this information so everybody in humanity to have this. Because it's not that hard, guys. It's really not. But the body is very simple. As I said before, there is no disease. There's just lack of cell-to-cell -cell communication. And when you have lack of cell-to-cell -cell communication, you then have inflammation. And if you can make the cells communicate again, the inflammation goes away. Christopher, Royal Ray if, yes. if I'm looking at your website now, the, the drop-down menu that says shop, you just, you just made a statement a minute ago that shocks me. You're not selling anything anymore. You're giving it away. When you do the drop-down, it shows deer antler spray you just talked about, apricot seeds, synergy, microbiome, B3 bands. When people from uh, our family here at Truth News Network, when they go to your website and this drops down, if they want it, uh, you say you're not selling it, should they reach out to you? And let me ask you this. There's a donate button at the top. Is it okay with you if they want these products but they don't want you to give them away necessarily. They want to support you. What should they do? Go, uh, go to the donate page. How do they handle that? Well, we have to be very careful with this. I know. Okay. Usually, you. you know, usually I like to see people at the conference and I give them everything I have. Okay. So like the antler velvet, the apricot seeds, those are all friends of mine and I promote their products and you can go buy from them okay? okay and then as far as the chlorine dioxide goes and my chips if you want those products my cell number 
is 205-936-9803. If you send me a text or a phone call and send your mailing address, it's very possible, very probable, that you'll receive a gift. It will have no return address, but it came from God. And I love to give things. And we love to help people that are willing to listen. And again, I tell people, don't believe anything I say. Go test and prove all things. And go do your own research. Brother, that is incredible. I got to be honest with you. I I know you're a really good businessman. And for you to go 180 degrees in the other direction, that's got to be a God thing. Obviously, um, you're stepping out in faith, a huge step of faith. Folks, if you don't know, I've been involved with the NFL directly uh, in business, and um, they're one of the biggest, if not the 900-pound gorilla in the United States, maybe second only to the U.S. government. When you go toe-to-toe with the NFL and you don't back down, you're an incredible person, and it takes a, a real relationship with God for Christopher to be able to do that. Buddy, I want to tell you this. I I know Goodell personally. I've been in his office several times negotiating on behalf of the Arena Football League, which I was chairman of the board. And um, that is a big, big, big foe to have. We're going to pray that God will continue to give you guidance and that he'll give you favor once again in professional athletics because there are so many people in professional athletics that can move the meter. A lot of people look at these athletes as their heroes, and they believe what these guys and these girls say about healthcare stuff for sure. You've got a great message, and there is a venue there that you need to get back into. The message needs to continue to be delivered to people like us. I got to be honest with you. I never heard about vaccine police. I never heard about you until just 30 or 40 days ago, and that's not a good thing. More people need to know not so much about Christopher Key, but about what the message that Christopher Key is taking to Americans. There's so much desperation among Americans right now for all things that are related to COVID-19, coronavirus, and vaccines, and purposely, the truth is being hidden by our government, by people that are quote-unquote medical professionals. But thankfully, more and more and more every day, it seems like there's another Christopher Key that is stepping up, that's in it professionally, that took the Hippocratic Oath, that committed to do everything they do professionally to help people. And uh, you're, you're, you're stepping out on your own. And I got to tell you, I have a lot, I have a lot of... Uh, amazing feelings about what you're doing because buddy you're on the front lines you put yourself out there and you're doing it because of your relationship with god and what god has called you to do i got a lot of respect for you my brother again it's me doing my what god has called me to do and and doing it for god's children because our future is at stake our children's future is at stake people don't realize right now we're in the midst of the sixth extinction Men in America, one in three of them are sterile. One in four of our female are sterile. When it gets to be one in two in the animal kingdom, that animal goes extinct. But we can fix this. 
there, there's very simple solutions to fix this. One is called regeneration agriculture. If you don't know who Dr. Zach Bush is, I encourage you to go look at him and look him up. Jim Gala and Food Forest. There's ways to put the alkaloids back into the soil that is then transported to the food so we won't have cancer anymore. So we won't have hepatitis and TB and AIDS and have pain in our body. God gave us all the nutrients in our soil that was passed on to us, but they have done everything they can to do away with it. So we have to buy a petroleum based pharmaceutical drug to heal the human body. And that's not how it works. Let me go back into the NFL and Roger Goodell. We were part of four national championships, three Super Bowls, the single largest turnaround ever in NCAA history. We had Hawaii go from 111 to 12 and 0. The second largest turnaround, we had SMU go from 111 to 9 and 3. Okay, I didn't do these things. God did it through me. And and what the NFL and the PGA Major League Baseball couldn't stand is it's all about the money. And I would not sell out. I'll never sell out. I'm about helping God's people and God's children. And our athletes that supported everything we did, we never paid them a penny. And that's not how it works. You have to pay these athletes. You have to pay these organizations. But how can you trust these people if you're paying them, like Gatorade, for instance, if, if, if Michael Jordan is being paid a million dollars to say Gatorade is the best thing in the world, how can you believe him? You can't. Because if whatever Gatorade tells him to say, he's got to say because he's being paid. So we didn't do that. Our athletes did not get paid one single penny. What they got was our product. And they got to be on a platform that stood for not using drugs, not taking in chemicals, and a worst case scenario, not having surgery. And this was a huge money taken away from the NFL. They're all in bed together. And that's what I didn't realize 10 years ago, but guys continue to show me, you know, everything is operated by the big bankers, by the pharmaceutical companies, and we the people have to stand up. It's not a Republican or Democrat thing. It's not a black or white thing. You know, they are wanting us divided. It's all about divide and conquer. And we've got to come together, guys. All of us brothers in Christ have to come together. We have to plant those seeds and bring those to Christ because right now they're trying to take every one of those unsaved souls with them. And that's why this vaccine is being administered as fast as they can. Because I believe it completely, totally changes your DNA. More importantly, my medical doctor friends are telling me if you take this vaccine, you'll be dead within two to five years. People don't realize this is not new technology. This technology was discovered in the 60s. And when they gave it to the ferrets that had the closest thing to a human anatomy, I mean, a human um, immune system, they got the best antibody response that ever got in the history of the world. But when those ferrets were exposed to the live virus in nature, every single one of them died. Every single one of them died. That's why I didn't make it to market in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000, 2010, or 2019. 
but at warp speed, it's now made it to market. Guys, we've got what they call flu season coming up, and there is no flu season. All it is in October, November, December, all the plants die. And when the plants die, they can't take in the carbon and all the particular matter 2.5, like arsenic, cyanide, all the other toxic chemicals that come in. And if you don't have a good immune system, your body can't fight it off. And if you've taken that vaccine and that COVID comes into the human body, that immune system is pretty much gone. It's very likely you will die. But the good thing is we know of solutions that can counter that. And again, you got to trust in your Lord and Savior, but you got to take care of your temple. And, and one of the things that drives me crazy is how we got these Christians that are walking around covering their face. They, they, they talk about don't live in fear, but what are you doing when you're covering your face? You're living in fear. Not to mention you're spitting in God's face. You can't go speak God's word. Guys, take off the mask. God intended you to breathe oxygen. I'm not a medical doctor. I do not practice medicine without a license. But you're practicing satanic rituals. When you cover your face, you're doing the same thing they do before they make a sacrifice. Not to mention, they stand six feet apart. Six on the left, six on the right, and six in front. That's six, six, six. Why do you people not understand this? This is completely, totally satanic. It's completely Luciferian, and we the people have to stand up to this tyranny, and we need your help. We, we just put up five signs in Dallas, Texas that say vaccines kill because they do. I've got one going up in Birmingham, Alabama tomorrow, and I'm, my plan is to put in all f uh, 50 states. Uh, we've got a big banquet and a big conference we're having in Louisiana. I'm going to be in your home state. November the 20th. I would encourage you guys to please come out and support us. Uh, I get kicked out of all these conferences because even my true patriots don't like what I do because we have solutions. We have solutions at work. All they're doing in most of these places is rah-rah is, is cheerleading stuff. We show people how to take action. And a lot of people can't stand what I do, but I stand for God. And I will not stand down. I fear no man. I fear not Satan. And, and I need people like yourself and your listeners to help me do these things because I'm just one man. But when we have an army of 10, 20,000, a million, they will fear us. And the government shall fear the people because we are the government. But we've gotten away from that where we fear them. And, and they, they're putting unlawful and illegal statutes and codes in place and we're following those why because we believe that it's actual law when all it is is policies policies can and will never trump the constitution and that's why i need you guys prayers i'm going to court wednesday where i was arrested for not wearing a mask um, i went into my arraignment uh, four months ago and before I entered into jurisdiction of the judge, I asked him, do you believe in God? Did you take an oath of office? You know what he told me? He said he didn't have to answer. He did not have to answer that. 
Our judges are not taking oath of offices anymore. They do not believe in God. They believe in Satan, I believe. And my court was supposed to be on Wednesday, but I got a phone call from the district attorney on Friday that said, Christopher, I've never seen this happen in my 30 years of practice. The judge just ordered your case removed from his jurisdiction. Guys, I subpoenaed the governor, the lieutenant governor, the attorney general, the medical advisory board. I subpoenaed all of them to come into my court and to prove that the virus has been isolated, to prove that there is a pandemic. They can't do this. They know they can't do this. So guys, please pray for me um, because I will not stand down. I know I'm right. I know what I'm doing is of God and I fear no man. Christopher, what are your thoughts on that? Buddy, uh, you're amazing. You have been living an amazing life and I got to be honest with you. I have so much respect for you. We've talked a couple of times just briefly, but listening to you share your heart and where I know it comes from and your purpose is amazing. You're as transparent a person as I've ever spoken to. Nobody questions that's listened today on where your heart is and what you're all about. So my hat goes off to you, but even more so, I want you to understand Truth News Network, we're in your corner. We're with you. We're sharing same principles. You've challenged me and you've challenged this audience I'm not, I haven't even looked to see what the number is. We promoted that you were going to be here extensively, and I'm sure our audience went way up. We have a bunch of people in Louisiana that listen, and I want you to send me all of the information about that November 20th meeting. I know it's in greater New Orleans, and who's going to be there with you, but we're going to push it. In fact, one of our good friends and um, a guy that I go to church with, been a friend for many, many years, John Milkovich, uh, he's an attorney for former state senator, he's going to be there with you. And uh, we have a doctor from Shreveport Bossier that we're trying to get his schedule to make it so that he can come be with you. And I want to be with you too on November the 20th there in greater New Orleans. But send me the details of the time and where it is happening down there. And uh, we're going to promote it. I am telling people every day now, vaccine-police.com vaccine-police.com folks quit griping quit talking about your issues and your questions and your fears we've got a way to get things done rather than sit back in fear and do nothing Christopher thank you so much for being the leader that you are I am so sorry we had the problem with the echo in, in uh, the broadcast telephone um, that's never happened here before, and I probably am convinced that it was somebody somewhere that didn't want you uh, sharing with us today, maybe in the spirit world. I don't know. Well, brother, it, 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 I I talk 90 to nothing, and, and, and this has slowed me way down. Yeah. And, and to listen to this conversation twice, <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how I've done this, but I've, I've, I've done it, and I've done it because of God, and I've done it because of God's people and God's children. And guys, in closing, please, if, if you need chlorine dioxide, please send me a text. Please send me a text. That okay, number, let, let me, me know let what me, you need. Let me give that number again. His tech, not many people will give out their own cell number. But this, this is my is, direct cell. Yeah, this is Christopher Key. He's the only one that answers it. Are you ready to write? Area code 
205-936-9803. Area code 205-936-9803. Okay, and then let me tell you one thing real quick. Okay. One of the things that got me in a lot of trouble were these little chips. They look like stickers. And we've done randomized double-blind placebo studies. We've done thermal imaging photography. For anybody that had pain, they can take this little chip, put it right where the pain is, and the pain will be greatly decreased if not gone instantly. It's amazing. This is how I was able to get into every major NFL locker room in the country, me and my partner, because this product works. If anybody wants some of them, again, send me a text. I'll send them to you at no cost because I know they work. And I know you guys, once you use them, you're going to be amazed. And again, I'm not a con man. I'm not a, I'm not a snake or salesman. I'm giving these away now. So how, what do I have to gain? All I'm trying to gain is your respect and understand that what I do is not about money, guys. The love of money has enslaved humanity. I'm going to lose money to release humanity. All the money that comes back into Christopher, all I'm going to do is take it and give it back out to God's people that are doing God's work to stop this tyranny. Because we have to do this for God's children, guys. Our children's lives are at stake. My children will never look at me and say, Daddy, Granddaddy, why didn't you do something to stop this? Why didn't you do something to stand up to this tyranny? Can you guys answer that question? Are you doing your part? Are you doing what God commands you to do? If you're not, guys, you have a chance still. We, we need your help. We together will stop this tyranny when we do it in the name of Jesus Christ. There you go. So please, please, guys, give me a phone call. If you have any questions, I love to answer. I'm not a medical doctor. I do not practice medicine without a license. But I will tell you what Christopher does for his temple. And if you choose to follow, that's on you. Thank you so much, Christopher Key, for being here. Look, this is your home. Anytime you want to come back to Truth News Network, TNN Live, feel free. You got my number. Give me a call. Maybe we won't have Echo next time. I hope not, brother. But please, <laughs> in closing, um, send me your mailing address because I want to send you some stuff because uh, I want you to be trying this before I show up in Louisiana. Okay, brother? You got it. I will. Love have- you guys. God bless you guys. And I'm sorry for the interruption in the beginning. I'm talking to myself twice, so please forgive me. I tried my best, but through the God, I made it through this and love you guys and, and looking forward to seeing all you guys in Louisiana. And people don't know this, but Louisiana, the 50-mile radius from Baton Rouge to New Orleans is called Cancer Alley because you guys have the largest cancer rate in the entire world. We can stop that, guys, and I'm coming to Louisiana to help, and right. we will help all you guys that need it. Great job, Christopher Key. We look forward to seeing you again and hearing from you, and we will keep putting your number and your information out there for our people to reach out to you. Have a great one. We'll see you November 20th. Love you, brother. God bless. Wow. What a story. <laughs> I think we understand that he believes in this and he has thoroughly tested it and tried it for himself. And folks, when you throw in the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, and the PGA, and all of these multi-millionaire athletes use the products 
tested the method that he talks about, and he's not trying to sell anything. Have you ever heard of anything like that? So again, before we go to break, 205-936-9803. That's 205-936-9803. Wow, it's going to be hard to top that. We won't be able to. Um, not only is he engaged, he, uh, he's got results. That's kind of new and different in today's healthcare, isn't it? Getting results and taking actions based on results rather than being based on what someone in medicine tells us we're supposed to do. Don't go anywhere. Back right after this. The new Amazon Echo has everyone asking Alexa for help. Alexa, what time is it? What the hell is wrong with this blasted thing? Amanda! But the latest technology isn't always easy to use for people of a certain age. These kids done bought me a busted machine again. Oh, yes, That's why Amazon partnered with AARP to present the new Amazon Echo Silver, the only smart speaker device designed specifically to be used by the greatest generation. It's super loud and responds to any name even remotely close to Alexa, so they can find out the weather. Allegra. What is the weather outside? It is 74 degrees and sunny. Huh? It is 74 degrees and sunny. Where? Outside. What about it? The temperature outside is 74 degrees and sunny. I don't know about that. The latest in sports. Clarissa, how many did old Satchel strike out last night? Satchel Paige died in 1982. How many did he get? Satchel Paige is dead. He what now? Died. Who did? Satchel Paige. I don't know about that. Even local news and pop culture. Manita, what them boys up to across the street? They are just playing. They what now? They are just playing. You say they just playing now? Yes, they are just playing. I don't know about that. Here are the smart devices like your thermostat. Alessandra, turn the heat up. The room is already 100 degrees. Are you trying to kill me, Alize? The new Amazon Echo Silver plays all the music they loved when they were young. Angela, play black jazz. Playing, uh, jazz. It also has a quick scan feature to help them find things. Emilia, where did I put the phone? The phone is in your right hand. And it has an uh-huh feature for long rambling stories. So then I gave him five dollars, and he said I only gave him one dollar. Uh-huh. I said, I know I gave you a five. Uh-huh. Because I only had a five and a one only. Uh-huh. And this is the one dollar right here. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you tell me who's crazy. Amazon Echo Silver. Get yours today. I said get yours today. To order Amazon Echo Silver, send a check or money order to Amazon.com right now. Need more cowbell? Better yet, how about the ring of truth? TNN, the Truth News Network, and Dan Newman. How do you top that? I don't know, folks. Um, that, that man, Christopher Key, he is one dynamo, and is he full of energy or what? My goodness. I can only imagine 
that uh, the problem in communications we had at the top of that interview had to do with he is in Nashville, he's at some big convention center, and he's speaking. There's a televised conference going on there. And uh, the cell service, again, we were using cell phones. Um, I think maybe there was a delay in transmission from whatever cell carrier picks up that signal up in Nashville because we don't have problems with our phone, especially when we're doing interviews online. I'm, I'm glad he was able to puzzle through it because he brought us some really, really good information. So let's just segue. Gosh, we're already an hour into today's show. Let's look at the important things that uh, have come out. Many of them have been leaked in the last 24 hours about a lot of different issues here in the U.S. A leaked Zoom conference call reveals that a doctor questioning how to increase the count of COVID-19 patient numbers on the hospital's dashboard report could be inflated. You heard right, folks. That's a doctor wanting to inflate infected COVID patient numbers. The media outlet National File said it obtained a recording from an internal source at the Novant Health System That includes New Hanover Regional Medical Center in Wilmington, North Carolina. And National File posted a video, this Zoom video, on its Twitter feed. National File and other local media outlets that reported the leak identified the people in the video as Mary Catherine Rudick, who is a doctor at the medical center, who was asking Carolyn Fisher, the hospital's director of marketing, how to inflate the number of people classified as COVID-19 patient for the purpose of generating fear in the unvaccinated. Here's what she said. I think we have to be more blunt. We have to be more forceful. We have to say something coming out. Like, if you don't get vaccinated, then you know you're going to die. Let's just really be blunt to these people. Well, the video begins with Fisher, the marketing director, explaining how her department is communicating meaningful numbers. That's her term, meaningful numbers, the percentage of the unvaxxed, vaxxed, and percentage of deaths in the ICU to the public. Rudick then asked how post-COVID cases can be included in the number of people that are hospitalized for COVID. My feeling at this point, she said, in time is that maybe we need to be completely a little bit more scary for the public. There are many people still hospitalized that we're considering post-COVID, but we're not counting in these numbers. So how do we include these post-COVID people in the number of patients that we have in the hospital? And then Fisher asked if she meant every patient who has been in the hospital since the beginning of COVID. And Rudick answered, well, that are still in. And that's something I can take to someone else, but I think those are important numbers the patients that are still in the hospital that are off the COVID floor but still are occupying the hospital for a variety of reasons. A variety of reasons. Not COVID-19. In other words, she's saying if they're in the hospital, maybe they were on the COVID floor but they've been moved elsewhere. When we come up with the numbers of COVID patients, we need to include those people too. Also on that conference call was Shelburne Stevens, who is president of New Hanover Regional Medical Center, 
who said those patients are classified as recovered. But I do think from our standpoint, he said, we would still consider them a COVID patients because they're still healing. Rudick said she thinks those patients need to be highlighted as well because once they're off isolation, they drop from the COVID numbers. And that prompted Stevens to say that they can later talk offline about, quote, how we can run that up to marketing. So, obviously, when that video was leaked, questions started coming from everywhere. Novant Health, that's the parent company of the hospital, in response to questions asking for confirmation if people in the video were employees of New Hanover Regional Medical Center and what the context of the video was, well, a spokesperson for Novan Health said that staff involved in the excerpt of the video are seeing the, quote, highest levels of COVID-19 hospitalizations and deaths so far in this pandemic, despite having safe and effective vaccines widely available. This was a frank discussion. Now, this is the spokesperson for the hospital system that's talking. This was a frank discussion among medical and communications pros on how we can more accurately convey the severity and the seriousness of what's happening inside of our hospitals and throughout our communities. Specifically, the data we have been doing shares does not include patients who remain hospitalized for COVID-19, for complications, even though they are no longer on COVID isolation. So it does not provide a complete picture of the total impact of COVID-19 on our patients and our hospitals. The hospital continues to be concerned with misinformation, this spokesperson said, and that it strives to be transparent until the whole story. Do you really think that we're being told um, the whole story on stuff like this? Folks, we're not getting the whole story. They are purposely giving us bits and pieces that only sound good for what their purposes are. Now, let me just say this. I have a professional career in the healthcare industry. I have much respect for doctors, for nurses, for healthcare workers at every level. They're amazing. They're absolutely necessary. They've saved the lives of an innumerable number of Americans during COVID. There's no question about it. But things have changed. Things have changed in healthcare during this pandemic, whether you want to call it a pandemic or not. This rush of all these people getting sick and getting hospitalized and many people dying, things have changed. Have you noticed? The conversation has changed. The way people act regarding interactions with each other have changed. Uh, You heard Christopher Key talk about the mask issues. I've noticed and I've watched, maybe you have too, I've, I've talked to several people that have the same feelings as do I on this. You watch people when they're walking with a mask on, they refuse, in large part, they refuse eye contact any longer. It's almost like this is a way to be anonymous. No identity, no personality. You're just another person, and you're wearing a mask. And that people just stop there, rather than eye contact. You can tell so much 
when you're walking down towards someone and you exchange eye contact with them. You can recognize a smile. You can recognize fear. In many cases, you can tell how that person is feeling that day just by their eyes, especially if you know them. But I think people are being captivated by fear and they don't understand what is going on. Now, let me give you a little inside scoop about that conversation we just had from that Novit Health response from New Hanover Regional Medical Center. It's in North Carolina. They were talking about, they were making plans about dissemination of COVID infections and how many patients are in the hospital. Way, way, way down in the bottom of this conversation is something that they won't talk about. We've reported extensively on this here from the website of the national agency that is over this, the CMS, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid. That is a department of the federal government that rules over all of the rules regarding health care, at least from the federal government perspective, rolled down. What's included in that? Money. Money. You do understand that there is a significant amount of money the federal government pays to healthcare systems and hospitals. When a patient checks in and is admitted with an official diagnosis of COVID-19 positive. Now, what does that mean, Dan? It means that for Medicare, for Medicaid, and for a bunch of other uh, insurance entities, the quote-unquote allowables that these medical institutions can charge go up exponentially just because there's a diagnosis of COVID-19 and that patient is treated using medications that are COVID-19 directly related and also treatments. So let me just paint you a picture. When you go to an urgent care, when you have symptoms and you go to an urgent care, And you say, look, can you give me a COVID test? They'll give you a COVID test. If it comes back positive, they won't treat you. And you know why they won't treat you? Because there's no money in it for them, even if it's a Medicare or Medicaid patient. They've got to be checked in at a hospital. Now, why is that? Well, if you ask the experts, They'll tell you the reason is we want to make sure that this person is getting the best health care that they can. And an urgent care is only to handle emergencies. And so when you have a, a really intense disease that has been diagnosed like COVID-19, we've got to get you within the atmosphere where you can be totally taken care of. That's what they'll tell you. Let me tell you what it's all about. It's about money. Do you know that CMS pays All of these hospitals with these patients that have checked in, COVID-19, officially diagnosed patients, from that point forward, all the money the federal government through Medicare and Medicaid pay to those institutions, it goes up 60% for every COVID-diagnosed patient that's there for treatment. And everything that happens after that. If that person has to go to ICU, the normal ICU daily hospital rate, it goes up 60%.
just because it's a COVID patient, not because anything serious changes. All the medications that are given to that patient, I mean all the way down to aspirin, if they give them aspirin. What Medicare and Medicaid pay goes up 60%. Do you know the boondoggle of profits across the nation that have been made in the healthcare industry in the last 18 months? Almost all of it from the taxpayers through the federal government, through Medicare and Medicaid. I'm talking about not millions, folks. I'm talking about billions of dollars. So put it in the context of what we're dealing with here. The drug manufacturers, Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, all of those companies that are publicly traded, they have stock offerings, which means they have stockholders, which means they have to publish that anybody can get their hands on financial disclosure. The stockholders, the principals in these companies are making billions of dollars in profit, billions more than they made two years ago. Why? COVID-19. Why? You don't pay for a COVID-19 vaccination. You don't pay for it. Why is that? The federal government pays for it. Now, how do they pay for it? They buy them from Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. You and I are paying for every COVID-19 vaccination that has been given since they started giving them. Nobody individually, nobody personally pays for them. Now put that in the context of what you've lived through the last 20 years of your life. Does the government step in and just do that for people? No. What has been the mantra of Truth News Network since we started three years ago and this show a year and a half ago? If you ever question any of the reasoning or the basis for anything this government does or is involved in, Start at the money. If our government, this government, this massive bureaucracy that feeds on tax dollars, that's its only fuel. And it uses it to grow itself bigger and to make itself more powerful so it can lord over more and more people, more and more institutions, more and more companies. How do they do that? dangle the dollar out there. And justification and proof of that is in that story that we told you that came out of Wilmington, North Carolina. We're talking about a marketing director at a hospital talking with a couple of people that are on the healthcare side of that industry. And what are they talking about? Not healthcare. They're talking about how to report the COVID infection numbers to scare people to do what? Get vaccinated. There's a circle there, a financial circle. The marketing department of a major institution in North Carolina, they're putting false numbers out to let the population feel that more people than really are are getting infected and have become COVID patients to scare people into getting vaccinations. More vaccinations? Got to come up with more vaccines. Where do the vaccines come from? The federal government buys them 
from Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. Follow the money. Wow. So what else is happening while you were asleep last night? What else is happening around the nation? You probably heard yesterday our Attorney General, um, he was before Congress in the House of Representatives and was asked some really tough questions. And I got to be honest with you, I'll watch snippets of it off and on all day long. I was shocked. I was shocked at how little Attorney General Merrick Garland actually knows about critical issues regarding the Department of Justice operations, or if he knew, he lied about it and said, I don't know. One of the things that blew me away, the country's largest school board association, it was revealed yesterday, secretly coordinated with the Biden White House before issuing a formal request that the Biden administration use the FBI to investigate those parents that are going to school board meetings and investigate them as potential domestic terrorists. Now, what am I talking about? Well, this school board association. Come to find out, they're the ones that got the Department of Justice over Attorney General Merrick Garland's signature to issue that memo instructing the FBI to investigate all these parents as potential domestic terrorists. So what do you call that? The old-fashioned word, corruption. Corruption of our institutions, the rule of law, the administration of justice by the, uh, the attorney general, the separation of powers in government. It's also an egregious abuse of power on the part of the Biden administration, which apparently has no qualms at all about calling on Attorney General Merrick Garland when the president's political allies need a little muscle. So it was a very contentious congressional hearing yesterday, and A.G. Garland confirmed the basis of his October 4th memorandum, that one we were just telling you about, that directs the FBI and the attorney's offices around the country to launch a task force to combat what Garland in the memo called a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, threats of violence against school administrators, against school board members, teachers, and staff. That actually came to the Attorney General, to the Department of Justice, that exact wording that he copied and pasted into his memo that quote-unquote disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school administrators, board members, teachers, and staff, that was in a letter from the National School Boards Association that was sent to the White House on September 29th. In other words, you got a problem, you want somebody in the Attorney General's office to put out something to help you and whatever your quest is and what you want done, send it to the Attorney General, but send a copy to the White House. Garland's evidence that there's a disturbing spike in these kinds of threats, he didn't have any evidence when he was questioned yesterday on Capitol Hill about what evidence. He said, I've not seen anything like that, but he alleged in his letter that memo that has scared millions of parents to death 
who are speaking out, exercising their First Amendment rights to protect their kids from an education system that is shoving all kinds of horrors down their kids' gullets. He took it from a letter from a labor union. The letter itself, which was produced after weeks of collaboration with the White House. This is the same letter in which the NSBA, this union, urged the Biden administration to use tools like the Patriot Act to target parents who just show up at a school board meeting to complain about mask mandates and the teaching of critical race theory as if they were domestic terrorists. Doesn't that seem a bit extreme to you? Incredibly, the news about this union's collusion with the White House broke at the same time while Garland was sitting there on Capitol Hill testifying yesterday. That's a little irony rolled in, isn't it? During his testimony, he insisted that that letter, notwithstanding he, quote, can't imagine any circumstance in which the Patriot Act would be used in the circumstances of parents complaining about their children, nor any circumstance in which those instances would be labeled as domestic terrorism. He was asked what specific events was he referencing in his memo, and he said, I don't know about anything. So, we're left to understand here today, the day after, that the role Garland envisions for the DOJ in all of this is what? (laughs) His memo cites no examples of violence, no examples of threats against school board members. Garland himself admitted before Congress the basis of his memo was the union's letter. But the vast majority of incidents cited in the letter by the union didn't involve attacks or threats of any kind. A few cases involved local law enforcement, but nothing cited in the letter is even close to domestic terrorism or anything that would justify the FBI or the DOJ getting involved. Legally, folks, the FBI and the Department of Justice They're supposed to get involved if and when something rises to the federal level. Otherwise, it's to be handled by local or state law enforcement. The letter cited cases in which parents, they did disrupt school board meetings by protesting, often because they weren't given an opportunity to speak out on issues in these board meetings that directly affect the education of their kids. Oh my gosh. You can't talk. You can't go complain about something that is being shoved down the throat of your kids and you didn't know about it. The DOJ has no role whatsoever, not one, in policing the interactions of parents and local school boards. Nowhere. There's nowhere in it where it should be a federal issue at all. Whatever happens at those meetings, however contentious they could get, it's entirely under the purview of local and state authorities. For Garland to even suggest that federal prosecutors might get involved is a scandal and an abuse of power. And folks, that's what this is really all about. Set aside details of the machinations between the Biden White House and the union 
and the DOJ. What it comes down to is a coordinated effort by the left, including the most powerful law enforcement official in the country, the Attorney General, to intimidate parents to do what? To shut up. Silence. Want to show up and speak out at your local school board meeting? Maybe hold a protest sign in the parking lot? Well, if you choose to do that, you know, that First Amendment thing that you're right, you might just get a knock on your door from the FBI. Seriously, that's what's in play now. These are parents, folks, who have every right, by God and, by the way, the Constitution, to strenuously voice their opposition to things like mask mandates, critical race theory, transgender ideology, and all the other nonsense that woke school boards and teachers are trying to force on their kids. In fact, they have a duty as parents to do that. But instead of listening to the concerns of these parents, think about this. The top brass at that union, they decided, ah, we don't want to listen to the moms and dads. They're insignificant in raising kids. We all know that. Teachers are supposed to raise our kids. What did they do? Well, they decided to call in a political favor. And they reached out to Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, in turn, let loose the Justice Department. Through it all, the corporate media executed a PR campaign on behalf of Biden and the school boards. And why are they trying to intimidate parents into being quiet? Because, folks, when it's all said and done, the leftist ideologues who sit on school boards that work in the White House and they push paper around for Garland's Justice Department, they don't want parents to have any say-so in how public schools are run and what children are taught in public schools. In fact, they'd like to be able to rule over private schools as well. As far as they're concerned, your kids don't belong to you, and therefore their education is none of your concern. The message is clear. Comply, stay quiet, and maybe, just maybe, we'll leave you alone. Mm, For now. They're not going to leave us alone. Now, what are, what are parents around the nation, what are they feeling? Well, unfortunately for the far left, a poll that was released yesterday finds 73% of registered voters, 73%, are extremely, are very concerned about what, what public schools are teaching children. The only issues more concerning to voters, inflation and higher prices, political divisions within the country, and health care. Those are the only issues that are rated of higher concern than the parents' concerns for what's being taught to their kids. 81% of Republicans, 80% of parents are among those most concerned about what is being taught. For Republicans, only inflation, 90%. And migrants at the border, 82%, rank higher While the top worry among parents is also inflation, 88%, and they put health care in the second spot, 81%. But Democrats. Democrats' concern over school curriculum comes in eighth in a list of 12, while independents have it 
tied as their third biggest concern. The debate about nature of the curriculum in public schools has become a hot-button issue for Republicans. That's according to the pollster that ran this poll, Darren Shaw. There is strong sentiment on the right that administrators are imposing a liberal agenda against the wishes of parents. Can you believe, this is the, I keep going back and asking this question about everything. Can you believe, can you believe, can you believe? Yeah, all this is happening, folks. We have healthcare professionals, you know, those doctor people that are out there pushing and pushing and pushing for vaccinations. As Christopher Key related, he reminded us, they want and they've sought preliminary approval to jab five-year-olds with these vaccines, five to 11-year-olds. Think about that. You put that in the context of we don't know what the heck are in these vaccines. And nobody's coming forward. This is the thing that proves to me there's something amiss. Nobody's coming forward and saying, okay, here's exactly what's in the vaccine. Bam, 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 bam. Here are the ingredients. Bam, bam, bam. Nobody's doing that. In a normal situation when there's so much fear in the country over anything, one of the first things the government always does, and always should do, by the way, is to abate the fears of the American people with what? Facts. Facts. We don't get any of that from this administration. We don't get any facts at all. In fact, what we have as a president, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, you're going to hear him. He made public news yesterday, a CNN town hall. It was incredible how off his rocker he was shown to be. I guarantee you, Joe Biden, whoever's pulling the shots for him, won't allow him to do another town hall or even any one-on-one interviews. It was abysmal. But with all that going on, folks, healthcare questions with no answers, public education questions with no answers, millions, literally, at least two million people have come to the nation illegally over the last year. Two million. Nobody in the White House is concerned about it. And the rule of law thing? (laughs) Forget about that. They blew that out the door way before Joe Biden took the oath of office. Barack Obama taught us how to do that. His attorney general, Eric Holder, led the charge. Don't enforce any federal laws that you don't like. We can do that because we're in charge. President Biden up next at TNN Live. The truth. Straight. No chaser. TNN. The Truth News Network. What are you doing? Should we pick him up? He has Bud Light. He has an axe. But he has Bud Light. And an axe. I'm sure there's a reason for it. Hey, buddy. What's with the axe? It's a bottle opener. Hop in. Refreshingly smooth Bud Light. Always worth it. Look, here's Bud Light. And a chainsaw. 
Car's all yours. Thanks. Cars.com's expert reviews made it easy, but... Shouldn't there be more back and forth? You missed the drama, right? Yeah. Maybe this will do the trick. Oh, it's a puppy. Not a puppy. A wolf. What now? He's a wolf. And that is its incredibly protective mother. Put the wolf down. You guys good? Mm. Yeah, we're good. Yep. Okay. Get the right car without all the drama. Cars.com. All drive. No drama. No way. Taco Bell's Toasted Cheddar Chalupa is back. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? They, they toasted, toasted six-month-old six aged cheddar right onto the shell of a chalupa. That's genius. No delicious. No both. And now it comes in a box with a crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and a medium drink. Whoa. Oh, sorry. This is this is my stop. Oh, uh, cool. We're all thinking it. The $5 Toasted Cheddar Chalupa box is back. Only at Taco Bell. At limited participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Contact local store for prices, hours, and participation, which vary. Tax extra. Drinks excludes freezes. Truth, justice, the TNN way. This is TNN, the Truth News Network. And again, Dan Newman. Something I want to mention before we go to um, that uh, CNN town hall yesterday. Joe Biden, CNN, what a pair. You put those two groups together and you have no idea what's going to come out of it. Before we go to that, I want to remind you tomorrow morning, Saturday bullet points. That's our biggest feature, most read feature of the week every week in which we go capture the 10 to 15 of the biggest stories of the week. Some of them you definitely miss because there are so many things going on now. I mean, it's a 24-7 news cycle, seven days a week. You can't possibly keep up with all of that, the important stuff, and still have a life. So what we do is we go grab the 10 to 15 of the biggest ones and uh, we give you in each bullet point kind of a synopsis uh, of what's in that bullet point in that story. And if you've not heard about that story or even if you heard about it and you want more details, at the end of the bullet point, there's a link. It's a blue arrow, which is a hyperlink, and you click on that, it'll take you to a full story. If you don't need that information in detail, you just scroll down and click on the next bullet point, so on and so forth. That will go live at 1.45 a.m. as it does every Saturday morning. In fact, all our stories published here go live at 1.45 a.m. Central Time. That's coming up. You need to stay close because there are a lot of moving parts on some really big issues here in the United States. A lot of news is coming out. And one of those things is the cognitive ability or maybe the lack of cognitive ability on the part of this president. And folks, if you didn't see any of that CNN town hall yesterday, uh, I suggest that you go to maybe YouTube. There are a bunch of different segments that uh, you can pull them off and watch and listen. The president, folks, he's struggling. It's worse than I thought it was. Here's just a compilation of just a little bit of that CNN town hall with President Joe Biden. With 40% of all products coming into the United States of America on the West Coast go through uh, Los Angeles and, uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? The Long Beach? Long Beach, thank you. About that, with just in terms of inflation, because you had told uh, us at a town hall, I think it was in July, that the in, this was just near-term inflation, 
The Wall Street Journal recently talks to like 67 uh, financial experts who said that they, they saw high inflation going all the way or deep into 2022. A gigantic disadvantage. Mr. President, the, so, the, the question was on the, the on community colleges, no, I, no, which, which, which was a big campaign promise that, that you made. You talked about that along oh, the campaign I, I, trail. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to get it done. And if I don't, I'll be sleeping alone for a long time. Do you have and, plans to visit the southern border? Uh, I've been there before, and I haven't. I mean, I know it well. I guess I should go down, but the but, but the whole point of it is I haven't had a whole hell of a lot of time to get down. I've been spending time going around looking at the $900 billion worth of damage done by uh, by hurricanes and floods and, and weather and, tra- and traveling around the world. But uh, I plan on... Now, my wife, Jill, has been down. She's been on both sides of the river. She's seen the circumstances there. She's looked into those places. You notice you're not seeing a lot of pictures of kids lying on top of one another with, uh, you know, with, 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 with uh, um, you know, uh, looks like tarps on top of them. Wages are actually up for those who are working because for the first time in a long time, employees are able to bargain. You're the boss. You want me to work for you? What are you going to pay me? How are you going to do it? I'm not being facetious. Folks, that's just a a little scant segment of what happened with Joe Biden. This guy's in trouble. He's in trouble. First of all, let me just say this. There is no record of him ever, any time in his 40 years in the U.S. Senate, there's no record of Joe Biden in any capacity ever going to the southern border. And he hasn't gone because he's busy. He's been busy of looking at the damages of all these hurricanes and storms. Folks, the biggest travesty in your lifetime in this nation, it has to do with the migrant insurgency that is happening on his watch, that is not only happening on his watch, folks, he orchestrated, or whoever his handlers are, orchestrated the entire debacle and are perpetuating it. We're nowhere near getting it fixed. Lawlessness? There is more lawlessness in the U.S. Congress and the White House than there has ever been before. Richard Nixon, when he was forced to resign as president because of his Watergate hotel break-in attacking the uh, Democrat National Committee's offices there, That was really bad. It was, no question about it. And then he lied about it. That made it worse. This president is suborning lawlessness by leaving the borders open, by making sure nobody that works in his administration is enforcing immigration laws. If they were, folks, none of these people would be coming across our border. They would stop. Why? because they would know they were going to be arrested and prosecuted for breaking federal laws. The opposite of that is true. They know they're not going to be held accountable. So they don't care. They want in. I mean, Joe Biden in his campaign, he preached a sermon. Every time, the few times he got on national television and campaign, he preached a sermon. He called out to all those people down there and said, well, don't come right now. But when I take the oath of office, we're going to open it back up. And, of course, that was 
a sign that said, the United States is wide open, y'all come on up. And they did. And when they get here, the taxpayers in America, without even being asked if we want it or agree with it, we're paying for every part of those people's lives going forward. Reportedly, 1.7 million? That's the number we know about that have been documented coming illegally. Estimates say that at least another 300,000 made it in without detection. They're circulating in our nation. Nobody knows where. I just cannot believe the greatest country on the planet could allow this to happen. Our government could not only allow it, but support it and push it. The first thing that should happen is the most important part of the oath of office that this president, every other president, and every member of Congress, the lawmaking body, every person committed to protect and defend and support the United States Constitution and the U.S. rule of law. And this Democrat Party, this administration, stamp all over it every day by totally ignoring their oaths of office. So many things that are going on that are leaking out, but it just, it just confirms there are so many other things that we're not being told about or we don't find it. You want to hear another one that will toast you? The U.S. Department of Energy yesterday approved an annual sale of 4 million tons of LNG. That's liquefied natural gas. 4 million tons of liquefied natural gas every year for the next 20 years to the Communist Party of China, to a company that that entity, the Chinese Communist Party, owns called Sinopec. And this liquefied natural gas is processed and is sold by Venture Global in Plaquemine, Louisiana, which is southwest of Baton Rouge. In the middle of our energy crisis facing the Chinese Communist Party, it seeks to cover the deficit by doubling the amount of gas it already imports from U.S. suppliers. That's according to Reuters. Since early September, the Chinese Communist Party has faced an energy crisis that has caused coal and gas prices in their country to soar to unprecedented levels. The shortfall led to widespread blackouts that hurt China's economic engines. So where did they go to get it? They call on quid pro quo Joe, who we all know has a personal family obligation to the Chinese Communist Party. How do you know that, Dan? Hunter Biden aboard Air Force Two with his dad went met Xi Jinping, but he didn't go there to meet Xi Jinping. He went there to meet the board of a big financial corporation in China. And every financial corporation in China is technically, if you follow the layers of bureaucracy, technically owned by the Chinese Communist Party. And Hunter Biden, no experience in financial services at all, no kind of investment history, started a company, and that Chinese company 
that is owned by the CCP, invested $1.3 billion. And you know they did that because they knew they were going to get a great return on their investment. But the return on their investment they're looking for is not in dollars and cents. It's in access. Access to the White House and its current inhabitant that happens to be Hunter Biden's dad. And so China's in a toughie. They're in a problem. They've got an energy crisis. Well, Joe, he started off his his administration by helping our foreign competitors in energy, canceling the XL pipeline, canceling any future leases for oil uh, uh, investigation, oil in natural property in federally owned land that basically shut down. It stopped the fact. It almost immediately did a 180 with the fact that we had become energy independent for the first time in more than 30 years. We were actually exporting our energy because we had plenty that we were producing here for us. We started selling it to other countries during the Trump administration. That's all over, folks. We're actually buying energy. We're buying 6 million barrels of oil a month from Russia. Joe Biden's begging OPEC to increase their production so that the price of oil here in Americans, here in America, to Americans in the form of gasoline and diesel at the pump, the prices wouldn't go up. When he's the one that flipped the switch to shut down our energy production. And now he's cut a deal with China, with Xi Jinping, and agreed to and authorized a contract between the CCP's oil giant Cinepec and the company Venture Global in Plaquemines, Louisiana, 4 million tons of it every year for 20 years. Think about that. That's what's going on now. What else is happening that's important? Well, Hunter Biden, back in the news. Yesterday in the hearing with Merrick Garland, Congressman Ken Buck, he he compared Hunter Biden's painting to classical art. It was interesting. If you you want to, you want to see something and get a chuckle, go to YouTube and look back at that segment of uh, that hearing. Ken Buck from California, Republican, displayed one of Hunter's paintings, and he asked Attorney General Merrick Garland how it could come close in value to two classical art pieces he also displayed. It's interesting. One was a Monet, another one a Degas. One of them cost $700,000. The other one cost $500,000, respectively. So with those were Claude Monet and Edgar Degas, the two of the... highest priced, most recognized, and most famous artist of all time. Monet sold for $700,000. Degas, that particular one, $500,000 respectively. The third painting he showed was one by Hunter Biden. So after Garland said he didn't recognize that painting, Buck said that particular uh, painting sold for half a million dollars, $500,000. Now, you may think that when Hunter Biden is in such exclusive company that he would have a background in artistic training, for example, 
Buck talking to the AG said. But you'd be wrong if you thought that. You might think he had some sort of apprenticeship with a world-renowned artist, but you'd be wrong again if you thought that. Perhaps that he has been selling his work for years. And again, you'd be wrong. Congressman Buck noted Biden was selling his pieces for as much as a half a million dollars. The New York Post previously reported the gallery hosting Biden had very conveniently received $500,000 in coronavirus relief. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? And as Buck noted, former President Obama's ethics czar has expressed some real concern about the younger Biden's dealings. Hunter Biden should cancel this art sale because he knows the prices are based not on the art, but on his dad's job. That came from Walter Schaub, who is the former ethics chief in the Obama administration. And yeah, the attorney general, he confirmed that they are still investigating Hunter Biden's finances. Oh my gosh. Not lost at all was the fact that Attorney General Merrick Garland, he's the one that issued that letter, you know, the one uh, instructing the FBI to be very careful watching Americans who are getting involved in these school board meetings and potentially committing terrorist acts against school board meeting, uh, school board members and school administrators. No evidence to prove that was happening. Of course, the AG took that clause from a letter that was sent to the White House from one of the teacher unions requesting this be done. Interesting, isn't it? Interesting. So, his son-in-law, Attorney General Merrick Garland's son-in-law, happens to be involved and owns a piece of a company that creates curriculum for public schools that is about and supports and endorses critical race theory, that same CRT that's being taught in these schools that these parents are objecting to. And so he was asked, U.S. Attorney General was asked, if um, he had reached out to get a ethics clearance about this because of a son-in-law potential conflict of interest. Representative Mike Johnson from right here, you hear him on this show often, Congressman Johnson, he questioned the AG about whether he had sought an ethics review from counsel within the Department of Justice. Garland indicated he had not done so and would not because it was not required, he said. Later, Representative Jamie Raskin, a Democrat from Maryland, Garland reiterated that he had acted within the Department of Justice rules. I've looked at those rules, and the rules specifically state that any time any member, doesn't matter who it is, any member of the Department of Justice faces a situation identical to this, where there would, would be or would even bear a possibility of being a conflict of interest with that person's job in the Department of Justice, they are told they have to get an ethics review of anything before they get involved in it that might be a conflict of interest. 
Merrick Garland not only said he hadn't done it, he said he wasn't going to do it because it wasn't required. A little more of the in-your-face stuff from this administration. And there's something else that came up in that hearing. Representative Louis Gohmert from Texas, he grilled Garland yesterday about an apparent double standard in the prosecutions of those January 6 rioters for offenses that Democrats in Congress allegedly committed without consequence. Garland was at that House Judiciary Committee hearing. Democrats used the hearing to press Garland on potential prosecutions of Steve Bannon and other witnesses who had resisted subpoenas to come before that January 6 committee and testify. Republicans countered by focusing on the DOJ's recent effort to crack down on parents protesting at the school board policies. After committee chairman Representative Jerry Nadler began by claiming January 6th was a pre-planned assault on the government, Congressman Gohmert prodded Garland to confirm that none of the January 6th defendants had been charged with insurrection. Gohmert then stated this, On June 22nd of 2016, Judge, most of the Democrat members of Congress took over the House floor, and for the first time in American history, members of Congress obstructed official proceedings not for four to six hours, but for 26 hours, not just violating over a dozen House rules, but actually committing the felony that some of the January 6th people are charged with. That was during the Obama administration. Nobody's been charged. Those kind of things where you let Democrat members of Congress off for the very thing they're viciously going after people that were protesting on January 6th, give people the indication there is a two-tiered justice system here in America. Gomert also suggested pre-trial confinement for many of those rioters from January was being abused unconstitutionally as a form of punishment. The AG said that while there had been FBI informants among the rioters in the Capitol on January 6th, he didn't think they were among those who had destroyed glass or other property during the riot. It's hard for me to believe that of those that the FBI has ferreted out that were included, involved in eh, very sketchy parts of that January 6th happening, a bunch of them did stupid things, no doubt about it. But there was no evidence of insurrection, not a single case. Some of those people, folks, they've been incarcerated and not allowed to even meet with their attorneys for several months now, kept in solitary confinement. And only one so far, only one of those people has been prosecuted and given any kind of jail time and not much at that. Most of the charges against these people that they end up pleading to or going before a judge and being in a trial regarding, almost every one of them is entering a federal building illegally, trespassing. And that's putting people in jail and keeping them locked up with no constitutional rights. Something stinks. In fact, I'll just tell you this. There's a lot of stuff that stinks that's going on in Washington, D.C. today. And I'm not talking about 
political stuff. I'm talking about the treatment of people, the way the law is being enforced or not being enforced in the case of certain people just because of their political perspective, not even necessarily their political party. It's not about Democrats. It's not about Republicans. It's not about independents. It's about a political partisanship that's in power, that is demigoding what it is and its power over everybody else in the nation. Forget about the rule of law. Forget about the Constitution. Forget about doing the right thing and treating people as they are the controllers of this government, which constitutionally the people are. This is to be, always has been to be, government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And instead, it's government by government, it's government by government, of government, and for government, which is the antithesis to what our forefathers structured this nation to be. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for joining us. Christopher Key, if you're listening in, thank you so much for being here. We apologize about the uh, communication problem at the beginning of that. We'll push through it. We'll have him back. In fact, we'll publish the complete details about that meeting he referenced in the New Orleans area coming up on November 20th. You guys have a great weekend. Don't forget bullet points tomorrow morning. We will see you Monday at TNN Live.
Give on the 